All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Walk, walk, walk. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouse word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand in a month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor, I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. Alright, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. You did it that way before. Brian Chesco. Oh, two times in a row the same way? Did I really do it the same way? That has way? never happened before in the history of our podcast. I don't yeah. know, somewhere along the line. Sounds Boy, familiar. Yikes, Dave. Getting, shame. Dave. Getting sloppy. I'm going to put my head in the shame box. Getting sloppy, old man. These are back-to-back episodes. That's not, that's not acceptable. We've just finished recording an episode on Norwich, providing you an opportunity to get to know Norwich, the Canaries, as we lead into the upcoming season. As longtime listeners of our podcast know, we like to produce an episode for each of the promoted clubs before the new season to provide some information about the new club because... You know, there are some listeners of our podcast who are new to the Premier League. They don't yeah. know what these you know promoted clubs mean. They're you know what what kind of history they have or what they bring into the league in the new season until the matches begin. So we're here to provide some of that history, some of that background, maybe to give you a few nuggets to help you get started in your FPL season as well as you possibly can. And so that's what we're here to do. And today we're here to do that about Sheffield United. Yeah, Sheffield, bring it. What are we going to do with Sheffield, Scott? I mean, I'm going to try to, like I said, in the Norwich. Norwich. I oh did it again. Oh, my goodness. The Norwich. Dave. The Norwich. It's the bourbon talking. Oh, man. Norwich. Listen, I'm like barely holding pod. it together. I need you to barely hold it together, Holy too. Holy crap. The Norwich pod. Yeah. I was just trying to. It, it's like sifting through a, a bowl of sand looking for the salt pieces. Is what Ryan, why are you laughing? <laughs> Just waiting for Wait, me to thing. screw up again. No, what else you sift through? That's oh, all. Yeah, sure. Just <laughs> thinking of the litter box, man. <laughs> Keep going. I thought it had something to do with me uh, emptying up my glass as he was talking. Yeah. Since he'd mentioned bourbon before. What else about Sheffield United? We haven't even done anything about Sheffield United. So let's talk about Sheffield United. I'm going to provide an incomplete, unofficial club history. Just a little bit of background to help us understand this club that we're here to discuss today. Brian, you're going to teach us how to pronounce someone's name. Yeah, I got kind of a shocker for you guys. Okay, good, because there's not a whole lot to teach us about with this club. I'll get to that in just a second. Dave, yeah. you're going to tell us a little bit about some of the players who might be FPL relevant, and all of this is getting us one step closer to the new Premier League season. I hope to God you you do their captain from last year. That would be funny to me. Uh, Billy Sharp? <laughs> yes, please tell me how to say his name. <laughs> no. I think he just did. <laughs> no, we're not. All right, sure. All right, let's waste get into We're not going to waste more of people's time. Yeah. Right. Now, let's talk a little bit about their history. All right. Can we start there, Dave? Yes. Let's jump into it. They're known as the Blades. 
And if you have the chance, you gotta look at their logo. Their coat of arms is amazing. The Blades is such an awesome, awesome they nickname. They deserve to be promoted on name alone. Our newest Blade. Look at me, I'm the Blade. blade. I'm the newest Blade. I'm the new signing for the Blades. That's awesome, Dave. You could go so many different directions with that. We all agree. Yeah, so let's not... Uh... Stop denying it, Brian. <laughs> the club was <laughs> the club the club was founded in 1889. That's before Long Norwich. History, before Norwich, they play in Bramall Lane. I think that's how you pronounce it. Bramall, Bramall. Bramall? Lane. Is it Bramall or? Bramall? I'm guessing it's Bramall Lane. Bramall Lane. Hey Brian, what do you that got? Sounds like what do you got there for us? Hey man, you want to go on down to Bramall Lane? Oh my goodness. No, there's no country I think that's over just there. As good there's as no rednecks over there. No, no, it's just as good as Carroll Road, Bramall Lane. Lane. Actually, Bramall Lane kind of reminds me more of like a hippie shopping mall. <laughs> okay. Right. It sounds like a sounds like a country a country flea market to me. <laughs> it's kind of the same. Country road flea market. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sheffield fans. Uh, they have a rival, an in-city rival, Sheffield uh, no, I Wednesday. Lo- I love this. Right? Sheffield Wednesday. And they they hate each other, right? Steel City Derby. Now, that's got a fantastic name, much better than the Anglican (laughs) who knows our Bible better. I can get behind the Steel City. Yeah, of course you could. You're referencing referencing something from our Norwich pod. That's correct. Anyone hasn't heard that yet, go back and listen. Go listen to it. They have not been, they being Sheffield United, have not been in the Premier League for 12 years. Wow, okay. That goes back, obviously, to the mid-2000s. And I was not watching the Premier League yet then. I was just getting started. Sadly enough, neither was I. Yeah, I was just getting started, but I don't really remember Sheffield United in the Premier League. So this will be a, a big season for me, watching Sheffield United probably for the first time. Yeah, sure. Uh, they did win the league, the top flight, once in their history. Hey, that's better than some places. Back in 1898... Hey, a win's a win, Scott. Points are points, <laughs> and a win's a win. They've won four FA Cups as well. That's something to say. The last one was in 1925. A long time ago, but still it's something. Most recently, since we've been watching, their biggest accomplishment has been, aside from finishing second in the championship last season to get into the Premier League, they made the semifinals of the League Cup in 2015. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's good. Almost like It was almost like a precursor of what was to come this season, being in the Premier League. Yeah. Their head coach is a... A guy named Chris Wilder, and I only point out him because obviously he is their manager, but also because he's a former player for the club, and uh, apparently he's been a lifelong fan of Sheffield United. So how cool is it, as a lifelong fan of the club, to be the manager to take them into the Premier League for the upcoming season? Yeah, that's it's very great. cool. Very cool. There's one key fact that you need to know about Sheffield United. I think it's very interesting. Allegedly, they are the first English club to use the word United in their name. Nice. Sheffield United. Get ahead of the curve. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, it's heavily copied since, especially in the United States. Suck it, Manchester United. But seriously, yeah. First English club to use United in the name. Now, earlier I referenced the fact that finding a how to say with Brian J. Uh, might be hard because when you look up and down the roster, especially the names that are available in FPL, which is what ultimately we're here to discuss, you might find it difficult to find a name that's difficult to pronounce. This is a very English-sounding roster, Brian. Yeah, I would say that's very true. 
uh, you know, just go look and, and you'll see what it is that we're talking about. Uh, but, you know, that's cool. It's fine. I mean, everyone's got their thing. And for Sheffield United, it seems like they're going to stick with what got them here, which is mostly the guys who came to the championship. This is a tactic we've seen before. Um, and I want to reference that as I finish this segment off with a limerick, if I might. Yeah. Time to get filthy. One of the one of the things I do with these uh, club histories is finish it off with a limerick. Except for Norwich. True. True. It was still good. It you're was still, still good. You're bitter. It's That's fine. fine. Okay. All right. But uh, I've got a limerick here. If it's okay with the both of you, I'd like to go ahead and uh, recite that to you. I'm now. excited about this. Here goes. The Blades are back in the league, but it's a pity. They're likely to drop right down. They're so... <laughs> oh, you I saved it over there. There's no way they go far. Because you know what they are? The most English team we've seen since Cardiff City. Oh, wow. Very good. Yeah. It had some filth, some truth. Man, that was, that was power-packed right there. Filth wrapped in truth. <laughs> Everything that that's this podcast much, stands that's pretty for. pretty much politics. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds, that sounds like a political podcast. We are not a political podcast. Oh, man. All right, Brian. Well done, Scott. Well have done. You, have you found someone whose name you can teach us? We just need to clarify something that I think is going to be surprising to you guys, considering the prominence of this player. Uh for well, most of the time that we've been paying attention to this, I'm sure for many other people. Okay. And that is in regard to their recent uh, returning hero. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man from, well, who started his career here and played a lot of time here at Everton recently, Phil. Phil. Big Phil. You sure you're pronouncing that? properly oh no i'm not i'm not so much concerned about that it's that big phil we have only heard about <laughs> oh jags or jags very various uh shortenings of his name or the regular pronunciation i think we've all been really used to is jaggy elka that's right yes that sounds right I would just like as a how to say. Do you want to learn how to say this guy's name? Yeah, sure. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we already did know how to say his name. No, you want some music for this? Yes. What's the most shocking music that there is? Uh, Is it... um, Dun, dun, dun! Well, yeah, that or like... uh, uh, Is it Flight of the Valkyrie? What's that? What's... What's that? What's that song, Dave? You know it—the songs that Hitler used to listen to all the time. Oh my gosh, you're you're a big uh, you're a big fan of that kind of that kind of music. Yeah, I'm just sure. Right, right. Um, <laughs> no, the um, Brian thinks the worst about you, Dave. I love it. He knows me too well. Yeah, yeah it's Flight of the Valkyries, but something like that. I'm just thinking of something that is that is. Uh, this needs to be something that's like um, uh, something that you did not see coming. Uh, the crying game. <laughs> okay. Something along okay. those okay. lines. Sure. <laughs> Either Flight of the Valkyries okay. or the crying game. <laughs> Dave, Unbelievable. Your choice. <laughs> okay. uh, again, I think we need a picture of your iTunes library, Dave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All There's I no want idea. to say is that Phil is of... Scottish and Polish descent. Okay. 
when Phil says his own last name, he does not say... I already love this right now. He does not say Jagielka. Oh, my goodness. Freaking love it. All right. He says it. It is much more like Jagielka. Jagielka. It is much more Polish. And it is definitely not prominently Jagielka. Or even Jags. It is not Jag. It might be Jags. It is Jagielka. Jagielka. Man. Wow. What a great... I just awesome. want. I just, just want. Like, I just think it's important that we know. We took this for granted, Dave. I had to experience yesterday as I was at the Arsenal game here in the U.S. I had to cringe and correct them and correct everyone who was sitting around me. Kolasinac. When they said Kolasinac, and I said it's Kolasinac. Yeah. And I said that over and over <laughs> and freaking over again. Yegelka. It Phil. reminds me of being at um, when I was at uh, Disney, oh. and they were saying Aladdin, and there was a uh, someone who was obviously of of Middle Eastern descent on the tram that we were on, and they and they clearly out loud said it's Aladdin. Oh, while we were on the train, the little, the little and yeah. that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. From now on, I will always call him Aladdin. So I'm just saying, I think this is one that that there is video evidence, multiple instances of this, of him saying his name clearly himself. And I just think it's important that well, he's well obviously done. he's obviously well he's obviously established himself. We we know him as Jags. He's he is not anymore. It, it is Yags. said that always Jags. It is said that way so commonly. I just feel like, like a lot of other pronunciations, we've said this before, for all of the stick that Americans take for improper pronunciations as far as... Oh, the uh, English are so guilty. As far as... Equally guilty. Right. I just think that there's a lot of times this this feels like an, a very American way to say Yagyelka. Take that for NBC English pronunciation guide. Suck one. So. Yag... Yags. Yagyelka. Yagyelka. No ja. No, ja. not ja. Dave, is Yagielka going to be FPL prominent this upcoming season? I don't know, man. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I tell you, um, there wasn't, there wasn't much kind of looking through. All right, so your Sheffield, job, Sheffield United, your thing. job to interject here, it was to help find some FPL nuggets for us, something yeah. of relevance so, for the upcoming season from Sheffield United. I'm looking through their top, like three or four defenders. I compared them to Cardiff City in my Limerick, and we had a couple of guys who were occasionally maybe relevant, but mostly not. Is this going to be the new she- uh, Cardiff City? Is Sheffield the new Cardiff City this season? So. Dave, can you answer one other question while you're answering all of Scott's questions? Sure, why ask is, me the other question does, that I haven't answered. Why but. does Sheffield United have any defender that is more than four and a half pounds? That's true. I don't know. That is, I, I don't know the answer to that. Although Stevens and a Stevens is a poor man's Andy Robertson. Okay. Really? I say that because he had four goals and six assists. At left back? Yes. Okay. So I'm not saying that's going to translate, but 
Look, Andy Robertson was having some minor numbers when he was at Hull, right? I mean, he wasn't putting up the numbers with uh, that he did last year with Liverpool that he did with Hull, but you could see that there was there was shades of talent there and that he could do it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like Liverpool had to fight people to sign Andy Robertson from Hull when they no. did. It was Liverpool scouting mark team did a great job of looking at hey, that guy can let's get him over here, right? That's right. So this guy, Enda Stevens, okay, he shows up as one of their top offenders, but he's also their their top defender. Five pounds is his starting price. I'm not going to bring him in, but it wouldn't surprise me if he won Basaka's his way into some relevance. Really? I'm just saying. Look, fourth, fourth defender material? So I'll say this. I'll say this. And well, let's just talk about. I'll, you know what? There's no other defenders really worth talking about. It's, okay. it's him. The other midfielder that is worth talking about, one of the top offenders, is Norwood. Oliver Norwood. Oliver Norwood. He made the who scored team of the season. The only player from Nor- from Sheffield United. Okay, let me ask you this, Dave. Then why are three to def- why are three midfielders priced at five point five while Oliver Norwood's at five? I am not sure about that. That's a great. That's a great question. I'm um, not. I would say too. I I agree. Oliver Norwood as a again like as the an underlying stats guy. Ninety eight key passes from Oliver Norwood last is he, season. Is he fifth which was midfielder the second, material? That was the second best of the players sure. in the championship. Is is he fifth? Like at five pounds, he could be a fifth midfielder, right? He could be your bench midfielder. Yeah. Is he bench midfielder material? Yeah, I mean, again, the the comparison is always going to be who else, you know, who else are you considering for your for your dead last spot in that <laughs> right. in that case. All right, so and so you're comparing him to Sully March, you're comparing him to Hoybier who went up a half pound. I got Isaac Hayden season. at 4.5 even though I don't like Newcastle, he might not be a bad midfielder to have on my bench. No, no, that's right. very true. I agree with that 100%. So would I rather go up half a pound to Oliver Norwood? Is that going to be more relevant? So, Are you saying Norwood, he's going to be more prominent in the Sheffield lineup? Norwood had, I'll say this. So going with whoscored.com rating system, anything over a 7 rating is very good. Norwood was the highest rated player on Sheffield United with a 7.39. And it doesn't just factor in goals and assists. It factors in a multitude of stats. Sure. Goal-wise, he had three, and assist-wise, he had eight. And that's why he's probably not showing up as high as some of those other guys. Like the FPL pricing. Like a Mark Duffy who had six goals and six assists, right? Luke Freeman is a new signing from QPR. He is another 5.5 guy in the midfield. Luke Freeman for, for QPR had seven goals and six assists last year. Sure. So – Again, that's someone who's who's ranked higher. Another um, signing that they had that they brought in is Callum Robertson. Robinson. He, that's why I said Robinson. You said Robertson. I think you misheard me. Regardless, whatever. There's Callum, a way to find out. Tape there don't is. lie. Tape don't lie. Bro. Callum Robinson uh-huh. from Preston. He had 12 goals and three assists, right? Sure. So that, that's another guy to kind of keep your eye on, and he's probably priced higher than Norwood, right? He is. So, anyways, I, I don't know necessarily what to think about it. I there might be some value there. I don't know if he's going to light it up, but if he's the creative engine in the midfield, that's that's keeping things going in and Norwood, starting consistently. 
at a 5-0, he might be a better bargain than those other guys. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, another, and I'm already on Team Pookie, so I don't know if we can go this route. Billy right? Sharp? Captain Billy Sharp. All right. I mean, if that's just not a super awesome name, Captain Billy Sharp. I mean, he's, Especially for the Blades. Steve Rogers, Billy For the Sharp. Blades. That is it. <laughs> 23 goals, four assists, led... Sheffield United, he was the man. Okay, now. Who's going to score more goals, Pookie or Sharp? I feel like Norwich has a better offensive team. Okay, all right. So I would lean Pookie. I won't tempt you with a bet then. But they got some help with one of their signings who is decent when he got to play in Mousset from Bournemouth. Lys? That's just how. Lice or Lys? Lys. It's L-Y-S, Brian. How, how should I say that? Lys? Lice. Lice? Lise Mousset. Let's find out. He's French, right? So Lise Mousset, probably. It's not Mousset. Let's we do a Bournemouth club history again. Lise Mousset from, from Bournemouth, French player, was brought in for uh, a team, at least a season a record signing. I don't know if it's team record, but a season record of 12.6 million pounds. So that guy, he's going to factor in as well. And, and again, we don't know how that... It's too early to see how that's going to factor into actually playing. What am I doing? Now? I know you're shaking your head. Look, Scott, I'm looking for small, small nuggets that might help us out. This okay? club is so screwed. I don't think that Billy Sharp. I, I I'm. I would be surprised to see a a solid percentage of people select him to start the season. No, I agree. I I think it'd be really, really low. No, no. As in, I think that's. I think that's high. If one percent, <laughs> if one person selects him, you think it'd if be high? one single Sheffield <laughs> United fan selects Billy? Sh- no, I just think I, Th- Scott. If you said, "Hey, look, this does have a Cardiff feel to it," right? Yeah, just, absolutely, he has a Glenn does. Murray feel to him. Let's just and call that's, this and that's age. Billy Sharp does. Yeah, he's going to be thirty-four by mid-season this coming season. That is freaking old. He had. So the good thing, uh, the thing about Billy Sharp, just he had nine headed goals. He's okay. not he's not an enormous guy. Yeah. Is he balding like Glenn Murray? I don't know. No. I don't think so. What's wrong with balding, Scott? Nothing at all. Okay. I'm balding. Sure. Great. He had the most headed goals in the championship last season. He's not, and he's not that tall. So he's got uh, good timing. He's got and decent he, jumping and ability. Dave and Scott, you might like this. He had a 30.7% goal conversion rate. Wow, that's really good. The anti-Benteke. Only wow. 75 total shots on the season. So 20, 23 goals on 70-some shots? So this is a guy who can score with not a lot. I think the issue would be, so he had one goal in his last 11 games Yeah, last season. I would I would imagine that might be the age that shows up at the end of the season. The thing that the thing that really kills it for me with Sheffield is the the way their their season schedule looks. Brutal. It, it is looks so horrible. awful. I agree. There is nothing promising. I don't you wouldn't like any promoted club going to Bournemouth. I don't think. Not the Bournemouth that we saw a lot of last season at home. Not a healthy Bournemouth at the beginning of the year. Crystal Palace, Leicester, Chelsea, that's their first four matches. You see a lot of red. You know how I feel about the uh, the color coded uh, yeah, rating but you like system. It in the beginning of the season, yeah, and you see a lot of red through November. 
for Sheffield. <laughs> right. So they are just slammed yeah. until Christmas, yeah. basically. And then the big chunk of the middle of the season, you know, I'd say basically from November until March, they're okay. And it's like bookended. It's like it's like being in a vice. So I mean, they are just they are just they are going to have to eke every point out of every match they can between November and March to I be able to to be able to get 17th. They're not getting 17th. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. But maybe for FPL purposes, we see who's playing. Yeah, we see who might be relevant when the schedule gets a little easier, and then in November they're fully scouted, and we know what to do. And if you're continuing yeah. to listen to our podcast, we'll let you know what to do when the time comes. Yeah, I it, it's just I agree. I think it's just going to be really, really tough for them, especially I, I, like you said. You know, we're you know, with obviously this is the second of these podcasts. When you're talking about, you know, you're talking about Hanley from Norwich being four dollars. As a defender, you're not. I don't. I don't know what the incentive is to take a leap on a five dollar Sheffield United defender, even if he was prolific last season. You know what I mean? I, I, to me, it just seems like, you know, I think I think you can find the discount better in the midfield. I think Oliver Norwood is the is the guy here. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I mean, honestly, like the one thing you do like about Yeg Yelka is He's the Jags has the Premier League pedigree, and this is a this is a guy who's coming back to the club that he where he started. So there might be something to that. Four and a half, you know, that's where you're looking for cheap defenders here. But Dave, like you said, you've talked about this. You know, you've talked about this uh, other places. Guys like Rob Holding are four and a half pounds right. to start this season. Right? Who? So who I think. He'll probably play. The state of the Arsenal center backs, Rob I mean, Holding could be a steal. By the way, that's an extra FPL nugget thrown into this pod. Yeah. No, I just think I just think your money. I think the money can go further other places, and I think there are other supremely bargain options. Yeah, I agree. They, I don't. I mean, hey, Blades, look, I'm I'm gonna be happy to see you in the league, and I'm gonna hate to see it when you go. <laughs> that's exactly right. Make sure you check us out on all the social media platforms that are out there. Look for Fantasy Soccer FC or FSFC to find us, uh, and you probably will. Uh, we also have a website, FantasySoccerFC.com. For the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith. Till next time. <laughs>